Stand Against Hatred CEO Connie Chung Joe has stated that when the Trump administration referred to COVID-19 as the Wuhan virus, China virus, or Kung flu, that gave people license to act out when the pandemic hit, Joe said. It set a bullseye on the Asian American community. It's easier to go after someone who doesn't speak English well because you think that they're not going to fight back. Stop AAPI Hate has documented more than 10,300 anti-Asian hate incidents since the start of the pandemic, from March 19, 2020 to September 30, 2021. Nearly one in five Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders have experienced a hate incident over the past year. But this isn't just a contemporary problem for America more than 100 years ago. Another disease was called the China Plague by politicians in California. Here are some stories about how racism has impacted Asian Americans for more than a century. Now, let's set up the play. This is historical fiction drawn from events that involved real people. But to protect privacy, this work presents their stories featuring pseudonyms. Act 1. The time, November 1900. The place, Mission House, San Francisco. The players, Ah Yip the Chinese highbinder, a Tong warrior. Hoi Ting Yip, Ah Yip's sister and former prostitute. Donaldina Cameron, the New Zealander anti-prostitution advocate and director of Mission House, home for Chinese ex-prostitutes. Mabel, a busy housemaid. Donaldina Cameron comes into a sitting room and sits down primly on one chair. Mabel? Mabel, who is this man? Why is he here? I'm sure I don't know who he is, ma'am. He wants to talk to one of our girls, says she's his sister. He took off his pistol when he came in. It's hanging from the hat rack in the front hall. Uh, hello, my name- Pistol? For God's sake, Mabel, you must be more careful. Mission House is a sanctuary. We must not have armed Chinamen running about the place. My name is Ayip. I'm here to see my sister. Your name is none of my concern. Mabel, call the police. This man is clearly a highbinder from one of those dreadful Chinatown tongs. No woman is safe in the company of such hoodlums. <laughs> Calm down. I'm not here on tong business. Don't get so excited. How dare you address me like that? Your kind are not welcome at Mission House. The police, Mabel, quick! I want to speak to my sister, Hoi Ting. <sighs> Dr. Hoi is safe and happy here. We've saved her and made her a clean, respectable girl who does her chores. She deserves better than you Chinamen can offer her. She deserves a civilized life. Daughter Hoi? Apparently she and I have a new mother. Are you keeping her locked up? Some mothers do that, you know. I wonder what my father would have thought of you. Impertinence! You Chinamen are never grateful no matter how much charity we give you. You thank us by bringing crime, filth, disease, 
And if Dot Ahoy is your sister, you took care of her so well that she wound up in a house of prostitution where we rescued her. It was incredible that a young girl should be so brutally treated. And even though she's a child of darkness, she's accepted our Lord and has become a good, trustworthy girl. She's left your silly superstitions, your secret ways, your opium dreams. Madam, won't you invite me to sit down if we're going to have a long discussion about the failings of Chinamen? You expect to be invited to sit down in a decent house? You know, Hoi Ting was very close to the first man who died from the plague. His name was Wang Chut. He was straight, not a hoodlum like me. Hardworking. As a matter of fact, he owned a lumber yard in Chinatown. But he lived and died in a tiny, filthy apartment under the Globe Hotel. Bad place. Rats everywhere. Are you afraid of the plague, Sister Donaldina? I order you to get up from that chair and leave our house. I take the orders, but only from people who pay me. Mabel, get the police, now! Dr. Hoy, go back to your room. I didn't call you to come into the parlor. May? You're here. It's really you. You look so, so different. Miss Donaldina, may I speak with my brother? Is this man really your brother? Or has he just come to take you back to that, that indecent place? Gogo, where have you been? I had to sell myself to the Guailo for the cost of my passage, and then you weren't there to buy my freedom when I arrived. The Guailo auctioned me off to a brothel owner instead. If it hadn't been for Wang Chut... I'm sorry, May. I got sent on a mission and missed your letter. I just got back a week ago. It took me this long to track you down. I heard that you were with a Wang Chut right before... No. I stopped seeing him more than a month before he got sick. I caught him running around with other women. I'll always be grateful to him for saving me from the brothel, but I couldn't stay with him once I realized what he was doing. I packed up my bags and came here instead. My God! Mayor Phelan was right about keeping the Chinamen separated from real Americans. They're unclean, filthy menaces to public health. Waiting, why didn't you tell me that you spent time with that dirty Wang Chut man when you came here? You didn't tell us the truth, and now you've brought the China plague into our home. I must have been a fool to think that you could be civilized. Your kind are born devious. Miss Donaldina, the papers say that Governor Gage denies that there was any plague outbreak at all. He said that Dr. Kinyun on Angel Island was wrong about setting up quarantine, that the whole thing was a plague fake made up in order to blackmail the government for more public health funds. You never asked me about Wong Chut, and anyway, nobody knew he had the plague. Hoi, you've been taught not to lie. I know that is a racial peculiarity of Chinamen, but I thought better of you. I don't believe for a second that your English is good enough for you to read those papers. Did Mabel read them to you? I have half a mind to give that girl notice. A Hoi King doesn't need anyone to read for her. She was always the smartest one in our village. And she doesn't need any lessons from you, you <sighs> arrogant... Go, stop it. Obviously, you didn't think I was too good for the brothel. What did you think my life was like when you didn't meet me to take care of me and left me instead to be sold like an animal in the market? 
Or are you so important you didn't even think of me? You didn't feel bad leaving your little sister alone to become a hundred men's wife? So, besides all this big talk, really, what kind of brother are you? May, I never knew when you were coming. I sent you a letter. I know, I just got it a week ago. There has been a big trouble between the tongues in the last few months. I work for the Zia company, and some vermin from the Yunwa Tong tried to ambush us at a banquet. Their warriors were not fast enough there, and they were not fast enough to escape retribution. This year of the rat was not auspicious for them. Your letter arrived while I was in Los Angeles doing some pest control. No one knew where you were, but I found you as fast as I could. The business with Wang Chut and the plague was terrible. I thought you might be at the bottom of some unmarked grave. Gaw, you've come too late. After the Guaylos sold me to the brothel at Jade Mansions, I thought I was finished. All I could do was cry and pray to Guang Tai that you would turn up and get me out of there. Instead, <laughs> it was Wang Chut who saved me, the lecherous old goat. He said if I'd be his girl for a while, he'd settle my account. And he did. But of course, Wang Chut turned out to be half a whore himself. And then came the plague. I kept on praying to Guang Tai for a while, but eventually I gave up. What could he do against disease-bearing demons if he couldn't bring my own brother to save me from the Guailo? In the end, it wasn't Guang Tai or you or even Wang Chut who gave me a safe place to live. It was Ms. Donaldina. I've learned my lesson about men, including you. You're all caught up in your own affairs, fighting and posturing and chasing women. You're inconsistent. I can't trust you anymore. But May... I found a rich merchant to marry you. He doesn't care about your past. He wants a pretty, young, good-natured wife he can show off to his friends. He can give you the luxuries that we never even dream of in China. You will have a chicken to eat every day, and a fine clothes and a big house with many servants. He's so rich, he doesn't even need to worry about the tongs. He even pay off the white devil Guaylo himself so that they won't bother him. You will be free like a bird in the mountains. You think that's what I want now? To be pawed and poked and fussed over by another old man? To be dressed up and shown off like a roast goose at sad, dirty gold mountain banquets? No. When I first arrived, that would have been all I wanted, but no. Now that would be like being a bird in a bamboo cage. I couldn't bear it. I just want to be left alone. Hoi has learned the Christian way of life. Now she understands the difference between virtue and sin. My sister was a good woman before she came to America. It is your kind that prostituted her. It is your kind that hurt her. May, this is my fault. But if these Guaylo barbarians would have let me have a decent job, I wouldn't have had to go away as Highbinder. I would have been here to save you from jade mansions. You can't change the past, Gaw. You can rage and storm about how unfair it all is till you're a hundred years old, but it won't make any difference. May, I've got nothing to give you but regrets. I don't blame you for not trusting me anymore. But I hope that you don't trust these white devil Guaylo either. They never keep their word. It seems like no one does, even when they want to. 
I don't need to hear any more of your sad family story. Your clever sister sold her freedom for passage to America. Why? To escape a country in chaos inhabited by a yellow race full of malice, vice, drugs, murder. We all know what you are. Besides these filthy habits, you bring diseases, the China plague. Is that the way Chinamen repay our kindness? No. No, I will not tolerate it. Not beneath the roof of Mission House. Mabel! Hoi Ting is leaving us. Bring down her things. Mother, Miss Donaldina, I've been with you at the home for months. I've lived here long enough so that you know my character, my work habits, my cleanliness. You know how grateful I am for what you have done for me. The peace I find here means everything to me. I'm sorry, Hoi. You cannot stay here. Your presence jeopardizes the physical and moral welfare of every person in this home. There can be no plague bearers in our midst. You must leave immediately. But, Miss Donaldina, a mother does not cast her children out of their home. It's been more than ten months since I saw Wang Chut. Why send me away now? Please, Guang Zhang, let me stay. Please, show me some Christian mercy. If that's what my sister really wants, let her stay. I will leave and never trouble you again. I'll even... Uh, I represent the Zeyup company. We can protect you, bring you food, tea, whatever you want. Just let her stay here. That is not your choice. Chinamen do not get to tell white people what to do. Mabel, give Hoi those clothes. But stay far away from her. We must be careful of contamination. Drop her things on the floor over there, and the parlor will have to be disinfected later. Hoi? Leave this place. Now get out! Out! So you'll cast her out and disinfect the rooms where she's been? Is that the way rescuers treat the rescue here? Is that the quality of a white mercy? How could we have expected otherwise in this damn country? May, don't worry. I visited the Sacred Heart Convent on Bush Street. There is a good school there run by nuns. They will take you in. I can get the money to pay them in about two weeks. But Gaw, what will you live on? I won't starve. I've got a sword and a big cow pistol. A soldier or gangster doesn't count on seeing old age to enjoy his money. Better to spend it on my sister now than plan on spending it on other women later. Like they say in a Chinatown. The Guaylo expect us to grow a tree in the morning and chop it down for wood to use in the evening. But we will survive. We always have. Act 2. The Time. February 2021. The Place. Chinatown, Los Angeles. The players, Al Yao, Stoic Chinese American Marine. Donnie Chow, Vietnamese American community activist, friend of Al's. Hui Ru Yao, Al's old school Chinese mother. Police officer Daniela Carter. As lights go up, Hui Ru Yao is sitting in a chair in a nightgown watching TV. And those are the headlines of the 9 o'clock news hour for February 16th, 2022.
Now for a local interest story. A local community organization called Asian Americans Advancing Justice is sounding an alarm that there will be more copycat anti-Asian attacks following the fatal attack last month in San Francisco on an 84-year-old Thai immigrant when a man pushed him so violently that his head hit the ground and he later died from a brain injury. Less than a week later, another 91-year-old Asian American man was shoved to the ground in Oakland, California. This month, a 70-year-old Asian-American grandmother was beaten and robbed, also in Oakland. <sighs> yeah, those poor Chinese people in Northern California. So many crazy white people up there. Thank God we live in Los Angeles. Mrs. Yao? Mrs. Yao! Let us in! Al's hurt! Okay, just a minute. Mrs. Yao, call 911! Huh? Uh, he's looked worse after other fights. He doesn't need a doctor. He'll be okay after Mama takes care of him. But Mrs. Yao, those guys really messed him up. Look at his face. They caved in his nose. He can't even breathe through it. Please, you really gotta call 911. Huh. Doesn't look so good. Al, what happened? You make trouble? You talk too much. I told you we shouldn't have come here. All that's going to happen now is that my ma will give me shit. Ma, they were complete strangers. It was totally unprovoked. I didn't know who those guys were. They came out of nowhere, hitting and kicking and talking about, you got the Chinese virus, go back to China. Hi, uh, you go out at 8 o'clock and this is what happened. Why you didn't stay home and have dinner with your ma, you would have been safe. Ma, nowhere is safe. Didn't you hear about that woman in New York, stabbed in her own apartment? These assholes snuck up on me while I was walking down the street. I didn't even see them coming. Huh? So what did joining Marines do for you? I thought they were the few, the proud. They told me you were a model soldier. Don't model soldiers know how to fight? Oh, God. I saw what happened, Mrs. Yao. I got dropped off by Chinatown Plaza around 8.30 to have dinner with friends and heard noise in the alley. There were three guys, and they were all over him. Big guys. He was fighting back, but he's not Bruce Lee. Sorry, Al, but it's true. Anyways, when I saw, I started screaming. I didn't have time to think. I just rushed at them, screaming for help, and they ran away. I guess they were scared of being identified or something. I didn't see their faces, but I heard one of them say, all fucking chinks gotta die. Jai, what do you have to say? I say it's lucky for me that Donnie came along when she did. I may not have the Bruce Lee moves, but she's got the Bruce Lee voice. Hiya! For real, Don. I think you saved my life. These fools were drunk on hate. Your Baba was so proud when you joined the Marines. He said, You see, Mama, we don't need to worry anymore about our boy. The white guaylo won't bother him now. All they respect is physical strength. Now he will have military training to fight back. And we thought that being a soldier for this country would make you safe, that the Guaylo would give you respect for serving their country. But now you say this Vietnam girl saved your life? Yep. When the U.S. military fails, it's Vietnam girl to the rescue. Seriously, though, Mrs. Yao, this isn't a question of respect or any of that macho nonsense. Uh-huh. Okay, you are a brave girl, but you're wrong. This is about respect. Our problem is that we are too quiet. 
We want our children to be model minorities so that the whites will not hate us so much. Maybe treat us better. Sometime it works, sometime no. But being a soldier seems like it should be the best way to be a strong man, not just some egghead. I hate to break it to you, Ma, but unless I wear my uniform and carry a rifle all the time, a lot of people are going to assume that I'm just a big, soft Asian egghead with a crew cut and contacts. These guys did, and I guess they decided it was a good day to make an omelet. I don't know. Maybe the Marines was the wrong way to go. I thought the whole we'll pay for college thing would be cool, but I'm starting to think I should have been a fireman or, or a goddamn cop. Evening, folks. I'm Officer Carter, LAPD. I'm following up on a 911 call made around 8.40 p.m. tonight. It seems there was an attack at the intersection of North Broadway and Layman Alley. When patrol got there, nobody was present, but someone at a nearby restaurant recognized the victim and referred us to this address. Oh, fucking great. Now the whole neighborhood's gonna know. They're gonna give me so much shit about this back at base. Right. Um, I'm here to take down witnesses' statements to investigate whether a potential hate crime was committed. Huh? You see what they did to my son? You call that not a hate crime? This is just crime against boy with white t-shirt? And now please, please calm down, ma'am. We are not trying to say nothing happened. We're just trying to establish what exactly happened between the parties involved in the incident. Look at his face, officer. You think he hurt somebody's fist with his face while they were shouting ching chong chink at him and telling him to go back to China? Miss Chow, I'm here to help. <sighs> I provided escort for the anti-violence against Asians rally in Chinatown last weekend. I heard you speak there, and it really made an impact on me. You were there? Yeah. I liked when you said, whether it's speaking up, whether it's lending a hand and reaching out to your Asian American friends, brothers, and sisters in the community, remember, at the end of the day, we're all one human race. Filing this report is how I can lend my hand. Yeah, I hate to break up your reunion party, but I don't really want to make a statement. I've been through enough humiliation. The less people know about this, the better. And anyway, what are the police going to do about it? You've got to file a report, Al. I know it's hard and embarrassing, but for people to care about this kind of thing, they have to know first. I look online and see people starting threads like, are Asians POC? Or talking about how Asians are so privileged. And those things, those misconceptions, fuel hate against us. Right now, when something like this happens, people think... Well, they deserve it because of COVID or because of some bad thing that the Chinese government did. As if that has anything to do with us. People in our communities don't like to report because they don't want to appear weak. And they don't trust the cops. Sorry, officer, but it's true. But people think we're weak no matter what we do, Al. In America, the only leverage we have is to make people aware of how much prejudice, discrimination, and most importantly, violence we're subjected to. They resent us when we're thriving, but when we're getting beat up or killed, they want to hear about it. A murdered Asian prostitute is worth a million talented Asian artists in this country. What about a pissed off Asian Marine with a bloody dose? <laughs> yeah, it's a start. What do you say, Mr. Yao? I know it's hard, but after all, you're a soldier. Battles are like bets. You win some, you lose some. 
think of it this way. It's a good thing that you're a big guy who can take some punishment. A lot of these attacks have targeted the elderly, and not all of them walk away from it with only minor injuries like yours. Now, I've worked in this area for a long time, and I understand that you might be suspicious of the police, but in this case, I can assure you that we want to help. I'm asking you to make a statement so we can try to keep this from happening again. It's true, Al. Do it for future victims if you won't do it for yourself. If you won't do it for them, then do it for me. For your mother, of course. I paid tax for 50 years and never get anything from the government. Now they can finally do something for us. I... Oh, what the hell. I'll make a statement, officer, but let's keep it short and sweet. This has been a long day. Thank you, Mr. Yao. I'll just turn on my sound recording app here and... An hour ago What's that noise? Huh? I know I turned that stupid TV off. Ayah, first my son get beat up and now there are ghosts in my house. The unidentified victim was reported by eyewitnesses as an Asian male. The three attackers have not been identified. In response, L.A. City Council member Esperanza Huertes, who represents District 9 where L.A. Chinatown is located, has given a statement for the 9 o'clock news. Tonight I am shocked and disappointed to hear about a hate crime inflicted on an Asian man in Chinatown. He was physically assaulted and mocked with racial slurs. It's frightening and shameful that incidents of this kind are happening in the communities I am so proud to represent. All of us, regardless of race or nationality, must step up to support our AAPI neighbors. Hey, Ma, remember what Dad used to say? When things get rough, Genchi, persevere through hardship for a better life. I always used to think it was kind of hokey, stereotypical, Confucius say crap. But right now, I think I'm beginning to understand what he meant. Maybe all that stoical Chinese stuff has some value to it after all. Okay, officer. I'm ready to talk. Hi, I'm Hao Huang, the playwright. I'd like to share some thoughts with you. This play exposes the realities of anti-Asian American racism that have been neglected and ignored for more than a century. When a federal bill intended to quell the swelling rise in hate crimes directed at Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders since the beginning of the coronavirus pandemic passed in May 2020, 164 GOP members of Congress voted against it. Nevertheless, President Biden signed the bill into law the day after passage in the East Room of the White House and called hatred and racism the ugly poison that has long haunted and plagued our nation. Republicans have attacked him for being unpatriotic. Our challenge as Americans of all races is to do something instead of wringing our hands. We need to move from being passive witnesses to become workers for change. We need to learn to speak to each other. And we can start by smiling at someone who looks different, speaks a different language. Make the effort to reach out to a neighbor from a different culture, or stand up for someone who is being abused or attacked. 
We need to recognize all members of our nation as full citizens, human beings who deserve to be treated with equal dignity and respect. That will go a long way towards achieving a United States of America. Thanks for listening. Keep well and be safe out there. And that goes for all of us. Jian Chi, Perseverance, features the voices of Karen Chi as Hoi Ting Yip and Wei Ru Yao. Michael Huang is Ah Yip and Al Yao. Sarah Mass is Mabel, Officer Daniela Carter and Esperanza Huertes. Gloria Sai as Donaldini Cameron and Donnie Chow. Robert Van Reel as narrator and TV announcer. Directed, produced, and engineered by Michael Huang. Music by Emma Guys and Michael Huang. Written by Hao Huang. Jan Chi, Perseverance, is brought to you by the Marion and Charles Holmes Performing Arts Fund, the Berger Institute at Claremont McKenna College, the Pacific Basin Institute at Pomona College, the Intercollegiate Department of Asian American Studies at the Claremont Colleges, the Asian American Resource Center, the Pomona College American Studies Program, the Intercollegiate Media Studies Program, and the Center for Asian Pacific American Students at Pitzer College.